Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're pleased to be joined by Doug Swinhart for the entire hour. It is Tech Talk. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program 651-989-9226. And you can text, great way to go, 651-989-9226. So we're going to jump right into the text line. Doug, I hope you're doing well. Absolutely wonderful, Steve. With this weather the way it is, how could anyone be anything else? Yeah, and I heard Mark's forecast a little bit ago. We'll get another taste of winter overnight and a couple of cool days, and then it'll warm right back up. But uh, there's a little spring in the air today, and that's certainly a good thing. And we want to throw those numbers out again if you want to talk to Doug. 651-989-9226. That number again for a call or text, 651-989-9226. If you're having problems with the computer, maybe looking at new equipment, by all means, give us a call. And from our text line, uh, try the free version of Zoog uh, that you discussed but could not get a connection. Number one, a uh, reminder, what is Zoog? That is actually a VPN. And, you know, consequently, I actually last week was having trouble with mine as well. Now, I've got a second one, and it's OVPN. Com, and that's actually openvpn.com, and that's different than the one we have in our country. I think it's actually coming out of the U.K. That's rock-solid stable. It, these They are not created equal, trust me. Uh, the big names, of course, are is um, Express Plan and Nord and what we're seeing advertised. And, of course, CyberGhost is supposed to be one of the best, too. But this is a, it, this is an emerging technology, and I can't begin to tell you stevie every day there's more people jumping on this it's um it's an interesting concept but i actually got a support ticket into zoog myself and that's zoog.com and it the first week it was perfect i think they're adding servers from my understanding they want to make all servers so they can get into prime video and netflix and part of the problem is is getting set up so you can get in entrance to all of them Sometimes these VPNs to these big services look like a security risk. They're working on it, but just keep an open mind and keep checking. It'll get there. All right. There's been a lot of talk about VPNs and whether or not people need those. And you got into that in some detail. Why would someone need that? Because I feel like uh, I use my Chromebook at home. I have 
uh, CenturyLink, uh, pretty fast internet. Uh, why would I need a VPN? You know, th- this is a large question for everybody. And first of all, it's predominantly um, a given that we're going to give up somewhere around 20% of our internet speed by incorporating a VPN. And I've seen at my place, I get it down to about 12%. Reasons why. Security is a huge issue, and there's no such thing as 100% security. No silver bullet anywhere. But that VPN, we actually send our packets through their server, and it can be changed with an IP address. So your local IP, your external IP address is completely hidden, completely anonymous, while you're still staying within the, the boundaries of what's acceptable and allows everybody to create the security that we're looking for. But VPNs really create a perfect tunnel between you and the end connection. So instead of having to flow through each and every router for each and every packet, which might take different connection times each time you're on a website, this connects directly to the VPN server, so to speak, and then that will actually open up a huge cache, and it will keep you in the same pattern when you're on that particular website. Uh, think of it as a single tunnel. Instead of the wide world web, it just makes one track. The extra bandwidth has to do with, most of the time, on their side, they're load balancing to make sure everybody gets the same amount. And depending on traffic, that can change. But Mike can see that mine's going to probably run about 15 to 16% overhead. So if you got a slower connection, that's going to be a concern. And that's um, that. they're going to become more and more important, I think, as time goes on. I like what I've got set up because it's a whole house. I don't have to run around to each device. And that was made possible by that router. Great question. Thank you, Steve. Tech Talk with Doug is underway on a Saturday. And if you want to talk to Doug about your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program or text 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. And uh, from our text line, it's been very popular as of late. And this is a big one. And, Doug, I think I know where you're going to go with this, but how do I transfer photos from an iPad to a thumb drive? How would you go about that? Because I don't think, you know, a, a iPad has a USB port. Yeah, I find that the simplest way is everybody that buys an Apple device gets an iCloud account, and you've got storage in the cloud from Apple automatic. And, in fact, that iPad and your phone, if you're set up properly and you've got multiple devices, you have the same account for all your devices. And as you're taking those pictures, you can set that device up to send that picture directly up to the cloud and saved on your local device as well. So you want to put it to a thumb drive. Regardless whether you've got a PC or a Mac or a Linux machine, you take that thumb drive, you stick it right straight into your, into your USB port, open any browser. Go to iCloud.com, enter in your credentials, and download and save any place that you want. Apple has really made this thing, I think, just absolutely near goof-proof perfect. It's just that people got to get 
all the way through and have a complete understanding of their credentials. Apple account, iCloud account, and if you've initiated dual authentication, that should be something that people should take some extra time and learn. It's a great system. But that's the way I would advise it. That's really the simplest. All right, Doug, very good. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll go to the phone lines. Lee in Brooklyn Park. Hang on. Phil in Minneapolis. Hang on. We'll get to you momentarily. And then we have a lot more on the text line. We're underway on a lovely Saturday in February. It is Tech Talk with Doug here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. It is Tech Talk. Steve Thompson in. Shaletta Brundage has already done a full show and is good enough to produce this program. And we have, of course, Tech Talk underway with Doug Swinhart. We promised we'd go right to the phones. Let's go to Lee in Brooklyn Park on line one. Lee, you're on the air. Good afternoon. So my question is, um, I want, I've got an older Dell, a little slow, and I want to put one of them SSD drives in it like I did my MacBook. And it was pretty simple in the MacBook, but I can't find directions or at least one set of directions to do it to my Dell. If you're looking for the simplest method, I would probably recommend that you get a Samsung 2.5-inch drive. That, you can go to the Samsung website and download the data migration tool. And that, I think the directions are probably about a half a page. And then you'll need some other small device in the meantime so you can mirror your drive. If you want a mirror, it's really simple. You'd be done in probably two hours. And it would just mirror your data and guide you right through this thing, bang, bang, bang. That's the simplest method to go into an SSD drive in a PC uh, if you want a mirror. Now, if you want to reinstall your system, I think that actually PCs are simpler than, than Mac or an Apple. Well, of course, that depends on the age of your, your Mac as well. But this is uh, really simple. And if you have trouble with that, you give me a call, and I'll walk you right through it. It's, it's really, really much easier than what I think most people even begin to conceive. It's just a piece of cake. And thank you for the call. I hope that helps. All right, that is a good call. And by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program today, so we'll be sure to get that out. Let's go to the phones again. Phil in Minneapolis in line two. Phil, you're on the air. All right, thanks for taking my call. Um, I had a question that uh, will, uh, it's probably pretty simple and will show my age, but. Uh, um, yeah, we're all getting there. What's going on, Bill? Um, whether it's on a Zoom or. Uh, Google Meet, um, I can see everybody and hear everybody, and they can see me, but my microphone is muted, and I have clicked on everything I can and tried to unmute it. Um, Any way you can help me with that? Uh, Depends on which version of Windows you have, but usually you can find this under your control panel in Sounds. And generally what happens with microphones, in fact, I, I fight with mine a little bit until we get everything all coordinated. The USB mice, the condenser mics, they, they have to actually almost be initialized each and every time. But once you get them initialized, you're rolling. I think you're actually looking for a setting to turn your mic on or volume. And like I say, depending on what version of Windows you have, but 
if you have difficulty with this, just give me a call and I'll walk you right through it. We can get a little bit more in depth of, of uh, the background, what kind, of, what kind of computer you have. But if it's a USB plug-in mic and you see it, act like a plug-and-play when you first plug it in. It should just be there and it's almost guaranteed that it's uh, software. To make sure, however, I would plug it into another device and go into the sound settings and see if you can actually see a graph where it, it says where you can tell if it's accepting. Could be a bad mic, but that's highly unlikely. They're doing pretty well with mics today. And thank you for the call. Okay. Hope that helps. If not, get a hold of me next week. Yeah, and quick commentary on the programs. I love Google Meet. It is a great program. I agree. And I I am on a Windows 10 laptop, a Lenovo, at my full-time job during the week. And obviously we do a fair number of, of meetings. And we generally, at the company I work for, use Google Meet almost exclusively. And on occasion, um, I will have trouble with the external speakers that I have on my desk and what what's great in windows 10 is there is a diagnostic tool where if you're in one of those programs you you can run that diagnostic and usually it'll kind of go through and send tones and check everything out it's worked every time if i'm having problems with that and uh that 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 certainly is a great tool because it'll kind of check everything out for you and say did you hear that tone and i'll say yes and then they'll they'll do a mic check for you and uh, it, it solved the problem every time. But I, I, don't, I don't know about you, Doug, but I think Google Meet is a great program. I think that is actually going to take the entire world over in meetings and communications. Yep. I agree. The improvements that they're making when they moved away from Hangouts, which Hangouts actually had that built in, but Meet is so much easier to use. And it, I can't believe the amount of bandwidth that they are actually allocating. So people with lesser speed internet they're getting excellent connectivity and and response because google is setting up caching on their side i think they're the only ones doing that caching thing i agree i think it's just absolutely if if it's not the best it's got to be in the top two wouldn't you agree oh yeah it it is outstanding i really like that tool and it's good for for business or or for that matter family when you're trying to get together with family and 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 do uh you know a meeting or an online thing it it really really works well and is easy for folks and especially for folks with a chromebook really the only way to go all right we want to get another call in real quick uh, let's get ken from woodbury on line three on the air ken hello hello guys it's a nice afternoon too bad you're not Hi. outside um, I have <laughs> hey i got my windows what's going on ken <laughs> I have a I talk about history here. I have an old PCs Limited 286. It's got a 20 megabyte. All right. I can donate it to somebody who wants to teach a class on history of PCs, which I think is cool. But I want to delete my personal information and keep the software that's loaded because I no longer have the installation disks. Is there a way to do that? Uh, that is going to be kind of tricky on some of the programs. Back then, if you were running pure DOS, those programs would be easy because you just got to copy them. If it's a Windows program, they go through that install within the Windows operating system, which resides on top of DOS. That's going to be tricky to keep those programs because you need 
to have the install procedure. What you might want to do is, what you might want to consider is just pull the hard drive out and find an old, and you would be looking for an IDE connection drive. I might even have one in the garage. And just stick a different hard drive in it that's applicable and let the good times roll. Uh, probably to protect your software and your data, that might be a better consideration or mirror the drive. Uh, so there's three things that you really could do to do part of that. But the, the 286 framework, it may not work real well on a lot of computers, even though it's that's a 16-bit format and the 32 and, of course, the 64. But a lot of the programs on our 64-bit machines, most of them, in fact, are running 32-bit. So it's pretty common for that to cross over into the different areas. The other thing you could do is on your big computer, your daily use computer, install Linux, install VirtualBox, and just do a mirror of your 286 system, and it would run exactly like your 286, like your 286 computer within VirtualBox. That is about as slick as it gets. You can run VirtualBox in Windows, too. It will run much better in Linux. And if you have questions about that, feel free to give me a call. This is right in my wheelhouse. I like these old computers. I remember them well. And thank you for the call, and have a good weekend. All right, quick break. We've got the weather coming up in a moment. It is Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart, and the phone number is 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. And that is good, once again, for a call or a text. We'll come back. More calls and more texts, and we're really loaded up on the text line today. So we'll, we'll dive into that and try and plow through them in a moment. Here on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Tech Talk underway on this Saturday here at News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Doug Swinahart is joining us and our number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. And that's good for a call or a text here at News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. It looks like we'll have time to... Uh, Jump back to the text line, and we've got a lot of those lined up. Uh, this is kind of a follow-up, Doug, from a week ago. Uh, what's the name of that software cleaner mentioned the last couple of weeks on the program? Oh, sure. That's the one that we're replacing CCleaner with, and it's called Provisor. P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R. And you can just go right to Provisor.com. P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R as in zebra, er.com. Great program. Take your time. Get to know it a little bit. It um, It's open source at this point. I believe that it's about to go commercial, which is always great because, that you know, you get this last final downloads, you may as well have the, uh, the pay-for package. But he does ask for donations. You are under no obligation. Try it first, and I'm quite certain you'll like it as much as I do. Provisor.com, P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R. And great text. I'm glad somebody asked us about that, Steve. All right, Doug, uh, from the text line, I heard early on that 5G was going to greatly enhance our Internet in homes. Tell us more about 5G as it continues to spread nationwide and what that could mean uh, uh, for, for Internet in the home potentially. Speed-wise, it's going to be really, really good. I think that 
there's a lot of hype, and I the 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 rumor mill is just a churning. The five G is unable to accept the obstacles that four G does. I, I think that um, if you're in the right position and the equipment and everything's right, it's going to work. I'm not so certain that people are going to be getting their value if they're running out buying new phones and signing up for more expensive plans. It's a bit early in my mind. Now, that could change tomorrow or next week, but I, a lot of people that have it, they're back running 4G almost continuous, and it's rare that their 5G connects. So it's a, a, little, bit, um, a little bit premature. Uh, so to test, whenever we test, and at least for me, I'm kind of old school. First is stability. Then we push and see what we can get for speed. I, I'm not certain 5G is even quite there yet, and I hate to say it, but I'm not the type of consumer that wants to pay big dollars to be a beta tester, but that's just me, and I wish I was more helpful. That's, um, that's kind of where I'm at mentally. Yeah, and one of the other technologies I want to bring up and, and follow along, and this isn't so much for people that live in the metropolitan area and they have options like Xfinity or CenturyLink or other providers for their Internet service, but Elon Musk continues oh, yeah. to launch satellites, Starlink, and that is in kind of beta test mode. They're signing up people. Uh, particularly in rural areas in the northern parts of the country and in Canada, this could be a game changer for people that traditionally haven't been able to get Internet because they live out in the country or live in a small town that may not have good broadband service. Yeah, you know, I got a notice uh, right after the show last week that was from Starlink, and that's the um, the the low-level satellite wireless internet that you're speaking about. Right. And it would be 99. You can sign up for this now. It supposedly will be rolling across the metro area and throughout greater Minnesota within the next six to nine months. And you would pay $100, $99, download an app, and they, and they give you directions to walk outside and hold your phone somewhere below your knees because they want it planted right on the ground to find your optimum spot for your angle, they'll train it up and let the good times roll, and you'll do the same thing when you get your satellite pointed in. Once it's ready to roll out, they will request that you sign up and pay their $500 for equipment. That's your satellite, router, modem, the whole nine yards. I'm not sure if you're going to have a wire running from the satellite into your house. Sounds to me like they're going to have the whole thing wireless. I'm not sure yet. But here again, they're telling you that it's beta. I do believe that even for the initial sign-up people, you're going to get some benefit from this down the road. They're, they're, they're kind of hinting at maybe once everything gets rolling, they'll reimburse for half your equipment. Or they, He's concerned about when they roll it out entirely that because of their mass production, they'll get their equipment cheaper, and they, he doesn't want the beta testers to feel that they were punished for being the first on the block to jump on. I don't know if there's going to be much beta testing. I think that you're going to hook it up and it's going to run. I, my understanding is it will run 50 to 150 megabits per second. And people say, well, yeah, but I get 300 megs with Comcast. No, that's true. But there's supposedly going to be much less latency. And that's going to be kind of a, a, a same kind of controversial speed test that Comcast, Xfinity Comcast has with um, 
CenturyLink DSL as well. It's, this is interesting. I've got uh, some customers in Montevideo that signed right up for it, and all they can get is uh, connection through um, um, a telephone company coming out of Wisconsin. So it's uh, for people who have really hard time getting a connection, this might just be the answer. If nothing else, it's going to spurn competition. And God knows we need that in this industry. That's a great comment, Steve. I'm glad you brought up uh, Starlink. Yeah, and uh, right now, as you pointed out, many places will be able to get it later in the year. There is a hardware cost. It looks like it's four ninety nine. The yep. service is ninety nine bucks a month, and there's some shipping and handling along there. But but they're deploying satellites all the time, and the goal is for this thing to be wildly reliable and readily available over much of North America. So uh, once again, though, uh, there is hardware associated. It would be like getting satellite TV, but uh, uh, the the claims are that uh, this could be a game changer, particularly in rural or hard-to-serve areas, and the federal government has even gotten involved uh, providing some money to to continue to see this uh, service grow because it has been hard uh, to get good, reliable broadband to certain parts of the country. So uh, we want to move on, uh, go to the text line. Uh, Doug, uh, I have a PC uh, limited 286 20-meg hard drive purchased in 1987. I want to donate to a school for a class on history of PCs. <laughs> okay, uh, how do you delete all the personal information uh, yet still retain the software because they no longer have the floppy disk? So it, it apparently they have someone that's very interested in the computer to show kids how PECs got started. I think there's a lot of schools doing this. I've actually got several calls. Uh, if they don't, if they want to save that data, I would just pull the drive. That's your best bet. Yeah, but it, sounds, another... but, but it sounds like they want to keep the operating system intact. Be, in the, be, on the computer. Yeah. Then their next approach would be to get a new drive and just mirror it. And there's all kinds of duplication software. Uh, most of, Some of it is uh, downloadable for free. A little more difficult. And probably one of the best is E-A-S-E-U-S. And I know that that's weird, but that's the name of the company. And... I believe they've got a downloadable disk duplicator for like $20 worth its weight in gold because it'll walk you right through what to do. Or get a Samsung drive so you have access to the uh, data migration. I should also mention, too, that if they buy a solid-state drive, a a 2.5-inch with an adapter, they can put that in any computer after it's mirrored. And they just um, check to make sure that the... SSD drive is a two and a half inch internal and that the company you're buying it for will supply some assemblance of disk duplicating software. Many of them do that today. It's got log on, pop in your serial number, you download it on your existing computer, you fire it up and you go. Now this older computer, you may actually have to use the duplication software on another machine. You'd have to take that drive out, get it duplicated, which isn't going to touch the operating system, and then put it back in the machine when you're done. But I really think that that this individual who is willing to donate this, uh, I think that's a tremendous, tremendous goal. I like that kind of thing. And I believe that anybody that's teaching computers, if you've got enough time 
to supply students with some basics. Das, you're going to get into file extension names and how to create a batch file, which today is called a script, basically. Those basics will help young students have a much broader understanding of what's going on with their computers today. And the evolution of computers has happened, as we all know, at light speed and continues to do so. This is a, I think this is a real noble cause that this individual is doing, and I hats off to them. I hope that helps, and if I can help, give me a call. I'd be more than willing to, to donate some time for something so noble, and thank you. Yeah, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program. We have more from the text line coming up. Uh, we're going to get into something very important. We're going to get Doug's opinion on the best antivirus right now and uh, what he recommends right now. We'll get into that. And a battery replacement for an old Mac. We'll get into that coming up. Uh, batteries don't last forever in, in laptops and Chromebooks. Uh, and and we'll, we'll we'll delve into that topic in a moment here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Seven minutes now in front of three on this lovely Saturday snow on the way at two to four for the cities. A winter weather advisory from nine tonight until nine tomorrow morning. Heavier snow to the south. It'll get chilly. Temps falling through the day on Sunday. And then uh, a cold day on Monday before it warms up. We'll see highs in the 40s the remainder of the week. So whatever snow we get won't be around long. All right, Doug, let's jump uh, to the uh, phone or the text line. To close out the program, just a few minutes left. Real quick, uh, right now, antivirus, what do you recommend? I'm still kind of stuck on Avira. Uh, it comes out of Germany, A-V-I-R-A. But I always got to mention Malwarebytes. They're great people to do business with. Uh, I think they're going to have their issues worked out in the next few days. And the only reason, that, and it could have been a fluke. I have to say that, Steve. I am. They got me spoiled. If I called in for service... Never did I wait more than two hours to get a call back. Happened once. But uh, I, I, when I recommend to folks on the radio, I need to be consistent. Oh, by the way, you're not going to be able to call a virus at all. That's all email, being on the other side of the ocean and different time frames. But I don't know how much issues you're going to have with a virus. You plug it in and you rock and roll. That, by the way, is uh, one of the few that you can have for free forever. Avira and Komodo, I think, still gives you a free antivirus for 10 as okay. well. But it doesn't have the real-time value, and I hope that helps. All right, very good. Uh, final topic on the program today. you got a laptop. It needs a battery. Is that doable? And I'm comboing a number of texts that we have on that topic. Uh, is it doable? Is it a do-it-yourself project to swap out a battery? Generally, I would say it is a do-it-yourself project if you're just comfortable. And if you have an external battery, then it is for sure. I would recommend Amazon.com or eBay. eBay will link you up to several warehouses in the New York area. They do a fantastic job. And just make sure that you get the right one. And you could actually get one that will run longer. But the longer they run, the heavier they are. So there's that little combination there, too. And batteries are utmost important, but I have yet to have somebody that wanted a new battery. I couldn't find one. Now, on a MacBook Pro, one must be very careful in putting those screws back in that little aluminum case, or they'll pop right through the back, and we don't want to do that. And MacBook Pros, uh, especially the 2010s, 11, and 12s, 
This is an arrow where you really want to keep an eye on that battery. As thin as they are, that battery can expand. They call it explode. It doesn't actually blow up, but it expands. And I've seen batteries expand to the point to where they will actually push the touchpad up and crack the display. Wow. So that's the only computer I've ever seen do that. Uh, rare instance, but it can happen. Good thing to uh, take a look at that in your Mac as well. And I hope that helps. All right, Tug, we've got to run. We are flat out of time. The hour goes so quickly. Uh, we'll, we'll keep folks up to date. Uh, we've got twin spring training games starting tomorrow, and they will continue in the Grapefruit League, and you'll hear a number of them on News Talk, E3OWCCO. But when the Twins aren't playing, we'll have Doug in for Tech Talk on Saturdays. Uh, Doug, your phone number and email, please. Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. And our website's almost ready to launch. We should have that by the end of the week. Uh, WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. And thank you, Steve. Have a good week. All right. Very good, Doug. There he is, Doug Swin, the heart. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.